This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And today, we have special guest, the legend himself, Bennett. How you doing, Bennett? What's up, fellas? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. No, I'm glad you're uh, here to talk with us because it's been a minute. We were just talking, dude. I don't even know the last time we probably chatted, man. It's been a, God, it's just been a few months, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, lot, lots changed, you know, pulled the ripcord on New York and, and made yeah. the move. Yeah, you were living the nomad life for a minute. <laughs> I, I did. I did a little nomad life. You know, that, that was uh, extenuated a little bit on, on uh, social media, right? Just to kind of maximize the trip, you know, and there was so much to show there. But um, I, I've been in, uh, you know, L.A. now since um, end of January, beginning of February. And it's tough. After 15 years in New York, it, it was just time to pull the ripcord. It was time to get out of there. You know, the pandemic and everything else that's happened, just it, it was time to get out of there and make some moves. Absolutely. You got out of there the perfect time, to be honest. Like, you got out of there right when it was like... The city was basically dead throughout the pandemic, and it's just now kind of starting to come back. So you, you definitely did it right. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm, I'm due back for a visit uh, very soon, but uh, we'll see what's transpires, what's changed. I was going to say, man, so so how is it living out there in L.A.? Like, are you completely embracing, like, the the, the beach life, you know, like the whole Southern Cal life? Or, like, well, how, how do you how you like it out there? Let's, let's go on a little walk here real, real quick. Just, like, are you, I mean, am, I, am, I, am I embracing it? I don't know. Like, like my, um, you know, patio situation is uh, better than anything you could have possibly dream of, you know, in New York. And I was going to say, it looks very different than New York this time of year, for sure. So uh, It's awesome. It's awesome. Good, man. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Up. So, you wait, you've been out there since January, roughly? End of January, February, yeah. Okay, so, so not too long. So, uh, do you ever plan on moving moving back to New York or just visiting? I, um, you know, I've wanted to move out here since I did a summer um, working in finance. Surprise, surprise! Down downtown in LA and live with a bunch of buddies who went to USC. And you know, the idea was like, I don't know if I can do like the LA social scene. That's not really you know my jam. And you know, my my view is like, if I can ever meet the woman in new york hopefully you know extract her and go start the the lifestyle in la and the young fam that would be the the ultimate and you know knock on wood we'll see uh, hopefully that's uh panning out <laughs> good good and we'll definitely get into that we'll definitely get into that yeah you definitely have found love yeah which is awesome so we'll start there though let's start where you first really Tried to find love on national television, like all of the rest of us idiots out there. If you had to, you know, sum up your experience on The Bachelorette, if somebody asked, like, how do you feel now about your experience on The Bachelorette after a few years have passed now, what would you say? Man, uh, you're starting me on, on a big one. <laughs> you know, the experience there was, it was unlike anything else, right? Of course, that's, that's like a very baseline. Um, you know, there's so much that you don't see. You know, as you very, very well know. And, mm -hmm. you know, my experience, I was, I was all in on it. I, I really thought that there was, you know, chance and possibility. And I felt like I was like this, this close to getting a, a date where I think sincerely everything would have been, you know, quite, quite different in many, many respects. Um, I was kind of compromised by, you know, some things that were going on. 
Um, and, mm-hmm. and I'm not, you know, even talking about, you know, Noah, right. I'm talking about other things that, that, you know, happened to me on the show. And, um, I know that, you know, by my, my contract, I can't talk about conversations, but when I say something, you know, happened to me. Yes, you can. Blake gets <laughs> cease and desist all the time. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't get in trouble. Don't get in trouble. Don't get in trouble. <laughs> no, yeah, please don't. <laughs> I just said, you know, there was like something that happened to me and like my, my journey was compromised from the jump before Tasha got there. And it was really, really tough. Um, I was, I was like worried about it. I, 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 I didn't think it was fair. Felt, you know, like it, it just sucked. And, you know, I, I knew I was like, all right, I, without going into all the specifics, but you know, maybe those specifics will come out s- sooner than later. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think it was just one of those things that uh, I just wanted that date because, you know, as, as I think you've probably seen and as others have gotten to see in me and social media, like there, there's a whole heck of a lot, you know, and I was well aware of that. I, I got to, you got to get that date for that to come out. And I didn't get that date. So, you know, like, while I may have had, you know, more of a following that came to me, uh, up until, you know, than the current, you know, bachelor who just hopefully found love up until his fifth week as the lead. Mm-hmm. I, I think that has to tell you like something, right? Like there, there was something going on. There was something weird because it was very bizarre that I didn't get that date. And it, you know, sure. It could have been, you know, Tasha just wasn't that into me and you know, that that's totally reasonable. Right. And I didn't even asked that, you know, to her in the uh, tell all, but you know, for whatever reason, it never happened. It's okay. You know, things work out for a reason. And yeah, is I think, you know, for, for me, I was really surprised by how it does work and, and it's crazy. Like there's, there's so much, obviously there's so much drama, but there's just so much, you know, that you're focusing in on, on one person, one thing, you know, unlike you ever are in any real life scenario. Right. And, you know, as, as, as good as it yes. does work. So, you know, I, I was really hopeful. And then for whatever reason, I just didn't get that chance to really open up, you know, more than a couple of minutes. So it was unfortunate. Are you glad you went on the bachelorette? Like, is that something you look back upon and you're like, I'm glad I did it? Yeah, no, I think, I think for personally, it's like, it's allowed me to grow, um, you know, in ways that, uh, you know, I, I certainly wasn't going to get if I was just hanging out in the pandemic in New York and, you know, doing the typical dating routine that I was, that I was doing. Right. And, and I was, you know, I was engaged, um, you know, in, in the year prior to going on the show and I was like this close. Right. And, and it was, uh, definitely not the one, and it was a mutual decision to, to, to pull the ripcord on it. And that was definitely the right thing to do. You know, but I never really thought about putting myself out there in such a transparent way. And now, you know, I feel like my balls have grown like tenfold, right? It's like, you like, once you go and do something like that, you're just, you know, you're out there and, and you're happy to be who you are and be very raw and real, not just on social media, but, you know, in, in, in relationships, right? It's like social media, quite the contrary. I think oftentimes, like, you know, you're throwing your best face <laughs> on and, 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 you know, there, there is sincerity in, in, in being genuine, right? And I try to do that. But obviously, you know, things are filtered, things are edited and all those good things that we all know. But I think in real life, it's like, you know, I, I'm, I am happy to shoot the shit with anyone and talk about anything, you know, and yeah. it's been it's been great. Obviously, some doors have opened and those things are flattering and nice as well. So can't complain. Of course. Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad, like, I think you you said it right. Like, not only obviously like social media and stuff, but like, and I think it, it's funny because like I still talk about my experience a lot, right? I've, I'm coming almost on four years, but it's such a very momental, like, it's just a huge moment in our lives. You know what I mean? So like it changes, like you get certain paths, all of a sudden you change and you grow as like a man and you grow emotionally. And I know that now in relationships, 
I'm a completely different person than I was back then. The reason I get this all the time, like, why are you still talking about? It? Because it was like a huge moment in my life. And it changed my life. And so it's cool when people still talk about it and talk about how it changed their lives and what it's done for their lives. So I'm glad you're in like a great place, man. It's good to hear. It's really yeah. good to hear. Of course, I made some good relationships from it as well, right? Like, you know, good, yeah. good friends that you care about, right? And that's, that's uh, you know, few and far between at 36, 30, I'm 37, right? The, you know, like, I, that was the last thing I thought I was going to get out of that year of the pandemic, you know, when, when, I, when I did this, right? Very true. Expect to meet, you know, that many good friends and really genuinely good people. We'll be right back. So obviously, you know, it didn't work out on, on the Bachelorette. So I want to talk to you, man. Were there any conversations with you about being the Bachelor? Like, was there anything that happened? Were there any conversations? Did you sign anything? Like, what was that process like after you finished the Bachelorette before they picked the new Bachelor? So, you know, there was there was little talks here and there. Um, I never signed anything. Never, never anything like that. Like, I, I wasn't, like, deep into the process. You know, what was clear that I, that I was set out for was paradise, you know, and, and that was all in motion. You know, there was, there was a contract and in place and I was, I was playing the hard ball. I should imagine I was, um, mm-hmm. and I came forth with a lot of honesty, referring back to some of those things that I was talking about, you know, that happened to me. Mm-hmm. And when I came out with total honesty on those things, that contract was reneged. Mm and pulled. I then was escalated to HR and there was a lot of things that happened. So interesting. Yeah. When, when, when I say that, like, like it, it, and it was, it was wrong, you know, and I think that there's, there's things that, um, you know, should, should not have happened right throughout, throughout that entire you know process. And I was set, I, I was going to go on paradise. I would have yeah. done and I wasn't, you know, I, I was like, I mean, I even talked to you. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, they, they, could, they could screw me. They could, they, you know, like they continue on this dialogue. And like, I was at the point where, you know, I was pretty, I was pretty aware of what was going on, you know, even with the show. Yeah. And I was happy to lean into situations and have fun and go with it because I, I knew what was going on. But at the same time, any, any, any moment that was there for, you know, romance or a situation with Tasha, I was taking it a hundred thousand percent seriously and try to put my best foot forward every single step of the way. And I would have gone into paradise with the same, you know, sort of mentality. And, you know, I think that there was, there was like, unfortunately that, that was pulled out from under me and it wasn't anything to do with my you know current relationship. We weren't in, you know, uh, relationship at that point we had met you know we'd, we'd reconnected but we weren't in a you know set relationship by any means we were still like long distance and and like i was like I'm not, at this point 36 years old i've done that back when i was in college like i would never do that you know like i just right new york get to to, to to florida give me a break um and so yeah i was gonna go on the show and then that was you know taken away and i think um while, you know, throughout even the actual show, I was told there's always like a bigger picture in mind for you, Bennett. And then afterwards, there was other things that were, you know, continually talked about. It just never really transpired. Did they just kind of hang, like, let more or less keep you on the hook for Paradise? Or did they actually give you an answer like, hey, man, we don't like we're not we don't see a, a reason for you to come down on the beach this year? Like, did they ever give you a straight up answer? I, I had a contract, like a, like a written you know PDF contract to sign. And when I came forward with these things that I was trying to, because there, there was, there was something that I was reluctant about doing that was, you know, a, a, a partnership deal. Right. 
And mm. basically they said, you know, we, we don't want, you know, people coming on to the show. And I don't, I don't think I'm like violating anything by saying this, you know, on, onto the show promote you know products and such it's like oh come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what everyone comes on this show for hey fucking man man second yeah. off you guys control what we wear on any scene and anything that we do so it, it, you know if, if you don't want me wearing my you know shoes or whatever else like i just don't i don't i'm not allowed to wear it we all know that's how it goes you know and so yeah. that was not it i mean we we, we know that is not it and and i said that and and I was, you know, immediately escorted to HR with everything else. And it was like run up this like, you know, totem pole. And, you know, I, I tried to tell them, listen, like, uh, you you guys know what you did to me. And I, I, I know what that is in like court and legally. And, and, you know, like I'm not trying to go there. I am trying to, you know, actually like go through with this process because this is, you know, more important than like where I'm at. I would not have gone and like you know, done the real show and, and come out feeling the way that I did, knowing that this actually works. I want to give it one more shot, you know, like, and, and, and we'll see, you know, and, and, you know, it, it's ridiculous at this age, you know, that I'm at, you know, to be able to go and do that from, from work, which like, it's such a busy, busy schedule, but I was willing to go all in on it and it just didn't, you know, happen. They pulled it, the contract on me, they right reneged and like, that was it. That's super interesting, man. Because I mean, I know a lot of people were really excited for you to be in paradise, and uh, a lot of people were shocked when you weren't in paradise. So it's interesting to, to kind of hear kind of why maybe it, it didn't work out and what happened. Because it, it blows my mind sometimes that the show itself is all about money, which is fine. That is their job. Like they have a job to do, right? They have a TV show to make, so they'll pick who they think is going to be best rating, so they can line their pockets, which is fine. But at the same token. Like, why can't we, you know what I mean? It's like, why can't we in the same breath, like you guys use us. So like, why can't we use you to make a little money? Right. So I get your frustration there. Like, I can't imagine that, you know, you were, you were like wanted to go and it sounds like you wanted to go for the right reasons. And they still were like, no, like, it's just not something that we, we, you know, we feel comfortable with. So that's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think that, you know, there, there's, and, and I'm not being like totally clear, right. And, and talking about the, uh, you know, intimate details and the things that, you know, happen. Right. Um, but as someone that works and, and, and hires people and, you know, works with organizations on, on their, their build outs and like the HR and all of that stuff, I get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, when, when that line was crossed they were, they viewed me as a liability mm-hmm. and that is exactly what happened. The reality of it is, you know, there, there's actually like legal actions. You can't re, you know, renege on someone's, you know, contract, renege, excuse me, on, on someone's contract, yeah. you know, and, and it's just, it's, it's not right. But, you know, I'm, I'm not out here to, you know, try to like toot horns about anything, but I just think that, that unfortunately, you know, I, I try to respect and value them more than I was obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, um, but, but it is what it is. And you know, that they're a beast. Yeah, very hard to fight. <laughs> I've learned that the hard way. So obviously, you didn't go on Paradise, but it seems like it worked out, man, because all of a sudden you were like, it seems like you're so happy now and the relationship you're in and the points in your life that you're in. So, man, let, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the relationship and the woman in your life. Yeah, man, thank you. Yeah, she's incredible. So funny enough, uh, we met long ago and it was one of those things. I, I was her student as a, as a yoga student going to the class. Oh, I, I, I'm a football, you know, ex-football guy. Everything pops, right? Like when mm-hmm. I work, I've been through uh, three knee surgeries now, you know, all those things. I, I, I still lift weights 
five, six days a week, right? I lift weights mm-hmm. two months. And yoga was like <laughs> my off day, you know, go stretch. <laughs> One stretch is enough. And I found this, you know, instructor and, and I was, you know, I would do the class pass and stuff, bounce around at different classes. And I was like, wow, she's incredible. And, you know, I even invited my, my girlfriend and, and fiance at the time, you know, to her class, probably, I don't know, 10, 20 times. Right. And she just never coincidentally came like, like we went to so many classes together. She never came. And so she, you know, they never had that meeting, which thank God. Right. Uh, you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, we, uh, we reconnected and basically, you know, I shot her a message, um, even, even prior to going on the show and mm-hmm. she was, you know, dating someone. And so timing wasn't right. You know, fast forward, you know, post show shot her a message, um, or no, no, leading up to the show, even I was like, you know, just trying again, shooting the shot. And she's like, you know, right, right. You know, no, still dating the guy. Like, if you go on my social media, which is public, you can see that. Like, they come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, you know, after the show, I, I just caught her, you know, and it was like one of those things that she said, um, actually, I'm actually heading into New York. I've been out of New York for, you know, over a year. And, uh just broke up so timing is great let's get together and when it was like you know it just it was like an an instant connection and i think she was reluctant as you might imagine about you know the show but she also had respect because she said you know as someone that that does you know social media beyond just being a yoga instructor and that's part of my my work in my life i appreciate that as, as as you know even if it's not something that you're pursuing as like a career um being able to you know put yourself out there on, on a reality show. I have great respect for that. And, you know, she's, she's just like so deep. She's not like, just like a, a, a movement, you know, Yogi girl on, on Instagram. Like she's, she's like very, very spiritual, very, very deep. You know, she's a UVA graduate. She's super smart and, and just really, really thoughtful and, and like the best part I've ever known. So I'm, I'm super happy and, you know, lucky as can be like, I'm, I'm like the luckiest man. Yeah. So good, good man. that's yeah. great to yeah. hear. Gone. Yeah, we love hearing that. That's a, it's always pretty cool to see like people, especially people who don't go on paradise and stuff and don't chase the fame and don't like try and do like five, six, seven shows. And then all of a sudden you see they're like wildly happy without the show. You know what I mean? So that's always I, it's very promising. Like I feel good. Like that's, you know, it's, it's pretty cool to see. So um, congrats, man. That's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. And, and, and you know, the, the other, the flip side of that, it's like, you know, I came back from the show and you know, the, the thought of dating, like it, it changes the game. Uh, you know, there's, yes. there's a lot to worry about. There's a lot, you know, things out there and like you're, you're reluctant to do anything, you know, I, I mean, aside from, uh, you know, being cooped up and, uh, you know, uh, playing out the contract, you know, effectively, even though, you know, you didn't, you didn't end up with, you know, the bachelorette, right? Like even then it's like, there's just added pressures that, that are, that, you know, people I think take for granted and, you know, for, for those of us that, that aren't, you know, super excited about that or looking for, obviously most people aren't looking for, for a girl that is looking for that, but beyond <laughs> that, for that unnecessary attention, especially on a first, you know, date and early in the game, you know, it's, it, it really is a detriment to uh, your success in building a relationship. I think. I've, I've talked about that before. <laughs> it's, I always say what was harder before the show and dating is now easier. And what was easier before the show was harder. Like it's easier to get dates, but it's harder to find genuine, you know, like genuine connections. So it's funny how like dating after the show is very different, very difficult. It is very difficult in a lot of ways. So um, and it's pretty cool to know that this girl, like, you know, you guys knew each other to a degree, 
before the show. So it wasn't like, obviously you knew she, she wasn't super into you just for the show. You know what I mean? So that's, that's probably helps. No, no, no. Quite, quite the opposite. Like, like when she was coming to me, you know, it was like one of those things, like she just does not seem like someone that would at all, you know, follow or care, but give me a break. We all Google people, you know, (laughs) and, and so it, it, you know, it was like about 45 minutes hour into the, into the first date, like, I don't know what happened in the conversation, but I was like, uh, did you Google me before we cut, you know, cause like, <laughs> and, and, you know, she's like, yeah, I was waiting on when that was going to come up. We just, you know, had the whole, you know, the rundown. Conversation. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is she living in LA with you right now? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, full-time, full-time roommate, uh, full-time yeah. partner. <laughs> um, and you know, that's the, the move is, it's always interesting. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, I know. <laughs> figuring things out decorating and uh organizing and all that and uh, you know as you might imagine i'm a fairly particular guy about some things and like she was <laughs> she was kind of uh you know, i mean she she had been um you know at, at home living and she was living you know throughout the pandemic and you know even you know uh, into 2021 you know living um at home with, with, with her family just because she went home right you know, like a lot of people did you know and when the shit hit the fan um and so it was a, it was, it was a bit of a transition. And I think, um, you know, I, I've, I've lived with a uh, girlfriend and, and fiance in the past and know how that goes. And I think, you know, I was a little bit more sensitive and hopefully more caring to, uh, needs and compromises and all those things this time, but it's been, it's been great. And, you know, I will say at the same time, it was nice. She's, she's out of town this week and I got a lot of shit done. Like it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like love that. I love that. And, and yeah, we're, she actually wanted to make the jump out here um, you know, for, uh, for her ability to be able to do content, you know, like, the, like if, if you're doing content, lighting and everything, you know, really, really matters. If you're in New York city, it is, it is be hard yeah. up in that, like, you know, small apartment. And, you know, I had a good apartment in New York, but the lighting wasn't, I mean, I've got 18 foot ceilings with full, full Florida, you know, ceiling windows. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's beautiful. So she she is super happy and like it's the the active lifestyle that we both lead and you know happy to meet new people i've got a handful of friends but it's it's also like a, a total reset you know post show and after 15 years in new york it's like time to do something different time to shake it up good that's awesome so what do you see like what do you, what do you have on the docket for you like what do you have kind of you've been working on um whether it be privately or you know social you know when it comes to like you know the the entertainment biz if you will yeah, man. Um, you know, so, all right, all right, twofold. I still am a executive search, like recruiter for finance. And I work with, uh, you know, family offices, private equity firms, and wealth managers. We'll pause there on that. That's, 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 you know, that, that is the hustle. And, you know, I'm, I'm constantly doing it at the same time. I'm switching between social media. I'm having calls from brands. I'm having calls from, you know, like uh, just all, all sorts of stuff. Right. And, right. Like, Jason Tardick talks about like that tweener he had, you know, before he went, you know, and I don't know that I'll ever give that up. Yeah. yeah. If, if I can marry the two in a way that like allows me to do, you know, both that's, that's the ideal world. You know, I, uh, I've got some exciting things in the pipe. I, uh, can, I can't talk about some and I'll talk, you know, about what I can. Yeah. Being out here, hopefully in LA, like opens doors to doing things 
more things in entertainment and, you know, would love to, you know, get involved in, in other shows and other, you know, hosting opportunities or something of that nature. Knock on wood. Uh, hopefully a podcast will be coming sooner than later in the next, you know, call it love that three to six months. I think that's a good, you know, start. Um, I'm doing some legwork on that, on that now. And, you know, otherwise, uh, you know, I, I've, I've pitched a show. I think, uh, I think there's some, you know, uh, a need in the, in the, uh, bachelor world for things to get kind of shaken up a little bit, not from the bat. I mean, not that that's like put in touch, but you know, right. I think there's a better way to go about, you know, dating. I think there's some, some creative energy that can get pumped into things. I've, I've, uh, loosely, you know, pitched even and alluded to it on my uh, social media, like a, a road trip dating show. And I'll, I'll spare you all the details there, but I think it kind of combine, you know, e- even some aspects and you know what the best scenario would be, Hey, piggyback off is like a spinoff of the bachelor and you can bring in all these other characters and, you know, kind of, kind of just like keep that momentum going as their channel for them. Personally, I don't know if they want to work with me, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) but, but I mean, I think, I think being able to do something not like that, that's like a very real life experience where, you know, like you're, you're guy in Colorado. I'm sure you've been on a few road trips in your life. Like Mm -hmm. you, you do that with a significant other that's, that's really like kind of a get off the bed kind of moment, you know, like you get to really know each other. You're spending really, you know, time on top of each other. And um, if you did it in a way that really beautifully showcased America, you could go into other cities, bring in bachelor alums, have meetups with single guys and do like a group date. And then yeah. like, you know, maybe they just like get to connect with some people that are there and like kind of do some fun things like that. You can do it independently, obviously the franchise, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, I think that's, that's one. Um, I just turned down a show, which was a, uh, it was a launch of a reality show and uh, Emily, the girlfriend was going to come on and I were going to come on as like a, you know, couple in a segment, but it was a launch. I didn't really know. I didn't really feel like that was like the, the one and right. know, it was going to be on Amazon uh, prime or Hulu, which, you know, great, of course, great. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I just wasn't, I wasn't totally sold and sure, you know, sure of it. Right. And, right. and there, was, there were some good names actually that were going to be on it. I just didn't, it didn't, I don't know. It didn't hit the gut, you know, the way, you know, I got, you got to listen to your gut at this age. Um, oh, absolutely. But, uh, you know, otherwise, yeah, of course I'm doing, you know, some, some, some fun stuff on social media. I've, um, in, invested in this, uh, company that's, it's a, a friend from high school. It's like, his, you know, uh, wine grapes. It's like a wine re- a reduction of waste for the wine industry and like the raisins from wine grapes, you know, that are obviously all just drying and getting, you know, into the soil, which obviously makes the soil better too. But, why not have, you know, a, uh, a food product out of it? He's like doing right. that and it's like, he's doing, soaking them in chocolate and Greek, you know, yogurt stuff, but it's like a super food. It has like packed with antioxidants doing that. Um, and I'm working with a couple of different brands on like product development type stuff as well. That's about all I can say. Well, we'll, I'll say, we'll keep our ears out. Yeah. And that's a lot of, so we'll keep our ears out. Yeah. That plate sure. is full. Nice. You know, uh, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah, it'll be a, yeah, exactly. It'll be a good surprise when everything does come out, man. We'll be right back. Do you even, do you watch like The Bachelorette anymore? The Bachelor, any of those shows? Hell yeah. I watch everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watch everything. Once you've done it, you know, you have such a deeper appreciation. I'll tell you this sincerely. 
I never watched one single episode until I clicked send on the application. Wow. Interesting. You know, I, I wish I watched a few more, but, but, <laughs> but, but, but I, I immediately started, you know, binging a couple seasons and, you know, it was like only other thing that was going on in the pandemic was like the last dance. And so it was like, <laughs> you know, time to, time to watch, you know, and like figure out what I was going into. Um, and yeah, man, I watch every single season. You just have like a different perspective and analysis on, on, and that's why I love your recaps. I'm like, appreciate that. there's just things that you pick up on and know what's going on. Right. Uh, in a totally different way. No, I appreciate And I completely agree. Like I watch, I feel like people who have been on the show just watch through a completely different lens. Like we see things the regular audience doesn't see and we hear things. And so it's cool that, cause I now too, same dude, I would never watch this show if I hadn't been on it. You know what I mean? I would, there's no way I'd sit down for two hours. So what do you guys think of me then? Shit. <laughs> hey, you got this podcast. We'll give you a break. We'll give you a break. <laughs> do you guys watch the reality, uh, you know, shows, but at all. Eric does. Eric's a big reality TV guy. There we go. What, what do you yeah. like? Man, shit! You can do it. Say it. he watches everything. This is gonna this is gonna be so embarrassing. Like I love Ninety Day Fiance for some reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, all all the Bachelor shows. I just finished Joe Millionaire, Love Island, Love Is Blind. I, I watch everything. I, yeah, I, he loves it for some reason. I just yeah, I love this trashy fucking television, man. <laughs> I get it. It's it's just it's just such an attention grabber. Like I can't watch a movie to save my life, but I'll sit there and binge a, sh- a, a, a series. <laughs> Did you watch singles Inferno? No, I've never even heard of that. All right. You got to do that one, man. And, and I'm serious. Like, like, and, and this is a, it's a Korean show on Netflix. Okay. And, and I'm telling you right now, it is a hundred percent, like the most heartfelt there is no trash, no ridiculousness. And there's so much more character development and, and sentimental, you know, heartfelt moments that come out from this show that, you know, I, I, and, and I'm, I'm, uh, you know, learning these things, I guess, you know, from, 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 from my, my, my girlfriend, but like, it's, it's just like a more heartfelt culture and like that trash would not fly, you know, in like, in like Korea, like the things you see on uh, Paradise or F-Boy Island or something like that, mm-hmm. right? But the character development, which is something that I think is like such a void in, in, in the Bachelor franchise in, in many respects, right? It, 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 it's wild. Like it, it blew my mind. So check interesting. That out. And this on yeah. Netflix. Check that out. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's, I think it's only like six, or eight episodes, maybe. So you'll rip through it pretty quick, but like you're first, you're like, come on, like when are the explosions and like the sexy moments going to happen and things like that. But like, it kind of, it kind of hooks you a little bit. And like, I don't know. It's it just, it's, 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 it's just a, you know, juxtaposition of uh, what we're used to. Right. That's just like totally. Yeah. Different. And um, FBoy Island, I've got a good friend that, uh, uh, you know, was reached out to me and, I, and I, I thought I was getting punked when he when I first, you know, met him because someone told him, you've got to reach out to Bennett if you're going to go and do this. Right. And, you know, FBoy Island was done by Elon Gale. Right. And Bill. And there's a few mm-hmm. bachelor producers on there. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I walked it. I'm not joking. This guy walks in with a white scarf, like, you know, like a top coat, like it like meeting this guy oh, yeah. the, what the fuck is going on like am i getting <laughs> and, and he goes and then he, then he like goes into he's like you know former banker all this you know finance and i'm pulling the ripcord to go and like do this like we got to talk and i was just like all right man like you're being <laughs> you're getting casted as me and like here's what you need to like here's what you need that's it. great yeah 
talk to me. Let's talk bachelor. Sorry for that tangent. No, it's that's great. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I did want to ask is you guys during the finale, Blake had an interesting tweet and then you kind of had a little uh, countering tweet. Yeah, yeah. So, so Blake let, let, let off with his tweet kind of saying leads have a better chance at finding love if they come from the top three. You countered this argument and saying whether you are top five or top three does not matter as, at all as long as you know that the journey works. And then you went mm-hmm. on to say it's a matter of men versus children on a TV show to get married. And unfortunately, puppets are chosen over men when production wants them to play the lead. And these are two very compelling points. Kind of, but I also feel like we weirdly agree. Like, well, first of all, I want to say that got picked up by like fucking everybody, man. Like there was a lot of articles written about that. It's hilarious that like one simple tweet <laughs> can get picked up and blown up. It's hilarious. But I think um, I think you made, made a great point when you said, first of all, the puppets over men thing, because I don't think I don't think enough people know this. Like, I think obviously like us in the inner circle, quote unquote, know this. But like, there's a reason Bennett didn't get, you know, cast on paradise because he wouldn't be a puppet. And there's a and reason, there why, a reason certain why certain people Clayton was. Yes. There's a, and there's a reason why certain people aren't the bachelor and certain people like don't have a ton of screen time on paradise, even though they're like awesome people. And that's because they won't do or say the things that producers want them to do. So I think that's an important point that you made throughout, you know, in that tweet for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously I came from a personal standpoint, like, um, uh, when I said, I think if, if, as long as you know that it works and you believe in it and you're, you're genuinely see how you can fall in love with someone on the show, right? Like if you don't believe that and you and then you have no business, obviously being a lead. And then I think, you know, twofold, I just, I've seen it, you know, too, too much. And since beginning off the show, watching, you know, other episodes and watching other, excuse me, other seasons and other past seasons and forward, se- you know, seasons now, it's very clear, right? I think if if the puppeteers want complete control and if you are a potential liability um, or if you, you know, uh, push back on things, uh, you know, like it's not going to work. And I'm not talking about, you know, Hollywood moments and stuff. Like, like, I think we, we all have, if you've been on the show, you, you know, you're shooting a, you know, a a blockbuster, like a Hollywood. Yeah. Right. Like you, you are well aware of that. Yeah, sure. If you're on paradise and you're like, uh, like, like, uh, but my buddy, you know, like, like Blake Monar, who's like, I'm not doing this cheesy stuff for like, whatever. He's just like, no, I'm not, you know, like, come on. You want to have a conversation? I'll get real with you. Like, like I respect him for that. That's not going to go, you know, you're not going to go to the distance. You're definitely not getting to do, you know, like you're not going on a hot air balloon and like, you know, whatever. like, of course. Right. Like that, that makes sense. Like, you, you know, no, 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 what you're getting into. But I think there's, if you're aware of, you know, the strings are getting pulled and things are going on around you and, you know, like if it goes back to, you know, things like my dad who was in the military, you know, used to say like about, right. It's like if, if uh, you tell, there's a reason that there's young 18 to 21 year olds, right. In in the military, you tell them to run over that hill, they're going to go run, you know, and if you're a bit older or, you know, like mature, you're like, Hmm, wonder what's over that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why run over the hill? What's yeah. on the other side of that hill? Yeah, you know, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit more uh, thoughtful, and and it's the same thing, right? You know, like yeah, it makes sense. If if uh, you know, I, I was a producer, I'd probably you know want the same thing. But at the same time, my recommendation would be if you want a real, you know, genuine, heartfelt, successful show to create both, you got to pick someone who is aware of that and partners with you, and it's like, hey, well, what? what uh, I'm down for that. All right, let's play ball on this. Okay, okay. But 
can we do it this way? Or here's what I would like to do that I think will give you, you know, both and like have a conversation that's like a little bit, you know, more joint. And, and then it becomes a little bit more of an authentic experience. And you know what? Puppeteers might have some new creativity instead of recycling the same dates and the same shit we see every single season too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always say it's very formulaic. And, and you know, doing it for however many years, so I can't totally bust, you know, chops on that. It's like, you know, they got a process and a, and a formula that works, you know, so. yeah. yeah. But it seems like it hasn't been working as, you know, ready. <laughs> so, you know, something to think yeah. about. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and Blake, Blake, you said, correct me if I'm wrong, because I think you mentioned this on a few episodes over the past couple of weeks. But that top three that you you referred to is because of, I think you said once you hit a certain threshold on the show, once you get to hometowns, it's a completely different ball game. Yeah, 100%. And like I agree. So kind of, and kind of going back to what Ben said, too. You have to believe in the the process, right? You have to believe that you can fall in love and that maybe you have fallen in love. So I always say those top three, usually for the most part, have fallen in love, even if it's bubble love, like some have had like bubble love, quote unquote, it's still the feeling of love and you feel like in that moment you're in love. And so I think it's important for the lead to have felt that before so they know what these poor women are going through and how hard it is and how much it hurts to see you going on dates with other women, other men, you know, whatever it is. So once you hit hometowns, you know, the first gosh, six, seven episodes are filmed roughly in about six weeks. And then the last four episodes are filmed in six weeks. So it changes. You're very isolated. You're very alone. You're not hanging out with the dudes. You're, you're constantly traveling and you're just with the one producer. So the formula changes a lot when it hit hometown. So I think it's important for the lead to probably have felt that experience before and know what these contestants are going through at that point. And that's why I kind of believe that i get it i get it i get it you know and, and again i think uh i i was i was there and i felt you know i felt in love i felt like uh it was it was too much and the way that it was you know portrayed and shown right like it's like people think i like you know jumped the fence or something like colton moved and like <laughs> like hello tisha and it was right. like uh obviously that that you know you don't just get to stick around on the show to like surprise someone or like you know, there's no right. like, yeah, I, I, you know, I guess um, we had some diff different experiences since the travel and everything else. And like, we literally were in the bubble. Yeah, you guys are just in Palm mm -hmm. Springs or desert. Oh, that's true. That's right. You guys are about isolated at the La Quinta. <laughs> yeah. That, that was quite different. And then if you think of the, uh, you know, other chords that were, you know, being played is like, it's very peculiar that I was given like a, a beautiful, you know, suite removed from the beginning from effort. Right. <laughs> right. like, oh, you like, didn't have a roommate like sniffing things out at the beginning and knew what was going on and it was like yeah it, nothing is an accident <laughs> nothing is an accident with them absolutely um and obviously that creates you know like people are like screw this guy why does he get this like that creates you know all of that and it's like no like you know what actually like there there was like this like bennett being you know condescending because he's like dressed like he's dressed it's like guys i wear a fucking suit to work i have for the last like 15 years like and yeah I, you know what it, it all happened because i i told you know noah who who i like he's like <laughs> set to he's, he's like he's actually set to come over and hang out and like you know like you know out here in la right like they said he had zero percent chance of like walking out of there with the bachelorette it's like that was true you know like like <laughs> like you know what? If if he would tell you like that was different, like or anyone else, like I'll, I'll be like, 
okay. But, well, I guess you could say that he was on the show. And so he does have, you know, at least, a, you know, but anyways, um, <laughs> it was like this whole, this whole like thing that just, it, it was like blown up into this. That's the way it goes, man. You know, it it, is. It, you roll with it. You roll with it. I think uh, you just try to be as honest and, and heartfelt and truthful as you possibly can. And there's so many elements that are out of your control. You make, you make the best of it. And for my, my view is like, Hey, if I'd had one date, I think I would have been up to no doubt. No, no, no. no doubt. And then, I mean, no. I was five, six, you know, depending on how you count me or no going out at the same time. Right. Like either way. And it's like, I didn't get one, you know, date and every single moment was spent being heartfelt with Tasha until I was brought into this two on one that I was like, well, now I have to talk, you know, about like another guy. Like I've never talked about another guy when we've hung <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we doing it now? Yeah. Yeah. What I always say too, is like, you know, obviously the number one question we all get asked, right. Is this scripted? I say, no, but everything is more or less storyboarded. You know what I mean? They have it. They have a plan for a lot of the people. And I think your character arc, if you want to call it is exactly what you just kind of talked about. Like you were going to be the guy who everybody was like, Oh, he thinks he's the shit. He's kind of sending, he's got this giant suite. Like that was your storyboard. That was your narrative. There's not much you can do they have all the power, unfortunately, whether it be on site uh, while they're filming or in the editing room. So it's very hard to like change, you know, the, your character arc is very hard. Totally, totally. And I knew that from the beginning. And that, that was what was like, um, you know, like a lot of my friends call me Ben and I knew it was going to be a little bit more interesting to be Bennett. Uh-huh. My character, given, you know, my resume and everything, I was, you know, like coming from New York, being like the finance guy and I knew my wardrobe. I knew I was Bennett, you know? <laughs> Uh, and then there's like, you know, some scene where I'm like running in like the first or second episode and like a button up and, and shorts and loafers. Right. And it's like uh, there's like, you know, the, the memes were like this guy runs like a gazelle or what, you know, it's like all this like ridiculous stuff. But there was this moment where, you know, and we didn't that was right after, uh, you know, night one. Right. And so obviously you don't you don't know anyone. Right. Like, right. You, like, you know, it's like Hollywood lights. Like you certainly don't have an in-depth conversation but don't know each other and i remember this guy like yells from like across the way like yo yo bennett like how big is your yacht and i was like (laughs) (laughs) i like i like looked down i'm like i'm wearing a button-up shirt i was like i was like literally i was like okay i see what's going on here you know and 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 then it clicked right right you got two options you can fight it you know and and try to like you know go against that and like be you know like everything that i am or you can lean into it have fun with it and and hopefully get that one date and then you can have that full character arc and development where your heart does get to come out and fortunately didn't happen for me you know i was like this this close Mm -hmm. it's interesting though like what one little like getting a date or getting a 10 minute conversation or a group date, like what the difference it can make in your character arc and your, your branches. Yeah, for sure. The ability to, you know, like, like connect, you know, and like mm-hmm. a deeper way. Cause I think it goes both ways. That character it, it's, you know, it, it, obviously, you know, like a lead knows um, the, the ability to have more time and have that in-depth conversation. You're right. Like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Curious. That's a, that's a, that's a long date, you know, like, like, and, and, uh, I say that laughing in, in real life, of course, but like, that means, that means the world, you know, good to see you, man. So I talked, I'm so glad you're doing like how well you are, man. Cause yeah. I love seeing people who more or less have kind of been like, not that you've been like, fuck the show, but you've been like, I'm gonna, 
break away a little bit and create my own narrative, create my own persona and be like the person I want to be, not the person the show wants me to be. So I always love seeing that, man. And it's good to see you do that. So appreciate it, man. Yeah. I mean, that was the funniest thing. I think it was like one of those things that, you know, the, the show is like, I got to be able to like play, you know, a number of my friends roles, right? Like it was like, I got even, even like the, the Harvard stick, right? Like that's the first time I brought it up on this podcast, right? Was that, that was the first time. It was the first yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> and the funniest thing is like, I actually brought that up when it was not prompted, you know, like one time in the bathroom, like, Oh, this guy from Boston just arrived on the show. I was like, Hey man, like I spent some time in Boston. How'd you spend some time in Boston? Boom. Right. And yeah, like yeah. another time was like one of one of the guys that played football was like, I played with Ryan Fitzpatrick and I was like, Fitzy, like, yeah, you know, yeah, right, right. obviously you think it's like this guy's sitting around going Harvard, Harvard, Harvard. It's like, yeah. you know, like, but anyways, you try to find love to the best of your ability. And if it's not meant to be like, hopefully you have fun with it along the way and it works out for you, you know, in the long term and, you know, knock on wood, it's panned out. Yeah. You've definitely found it with Emily. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, that apple cider pulled pork looked fire this week. Oh, man. Holy shit. <laughs> got to get Traeger, man. You need that. Oh, that Tra- Traeger's is life-changing. You've got a setup, Blake. You've got a setup. I know. I need, I, need to get me a, I need to get me a good Traeger. Some of the new ones that you can control with your phone and shit. Like, that stuff's crazy, man. That stuff's crazy. So We're going to go to DM them. We're going to get the... We're yeah, gonna get yeah, yeah. we're going to figure it out. Also, um, you know, so I did that road trip last year. I'm going to do it this year from the opposite side of the coast. And, you know, if I'm heading, you know, your way, if I can make it one way or another, I would love to see you, you know, properly in, in Colorado. Dude, yeah. absolutely. In Colorado or dude, we're obviously traveling constantly and playing shows everywhere. So we'll just keep an eye on your road trip. We'll kind of be out in California in a month at Stagecoach. So, yeah, yeah, we're going to be at Stagecoach. Oh, you know what? Uh, you know, Southern boy, I, I think I can make it out of Stagecoach. If you do, man, we might have a spot for you to, to stay. So, man, let us know for sure if you make your way out to stay, Judge. You can wear your Sperry boat shoes in the desert. It's cool. I wear a hoodie, so. <laughs> yeah, Eric wears only hoodies. So, yeah. <laughs> so where can everybody find you, whether it be, you know, whatever, TikTok, Twitter, the Instagram, wherever? Uh, yeah, Instagram, of course, Ben and Andrew Jordan. Um, you know, the TikTok, unfortunately, I didn't start it until eh, way later. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, Same. But, you know, um, you know, it's still it's still whatever. It's like growing. Like, I think if I just if I had more time, you know, I, I, I'd fire up TikToks. It's like an afterthought. But, yeah, been an enter Jordan on both. Hit me up. Yeah, absolutely. Go follow him, guys. Keep up. And, uh, yeah, man, like I said, it was great to see you. And we'll definitely let you know when we're in L.A. And I'll be playing some other shows out there, some festivals and stuff. So we'll let you know. And if you're ever in Colorado, man, you got to let us know. Awesome, dude. Thanks so much. Behind the Rose is recorded live at the world-famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. Be sure to go check out our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast and follow us so you always know when we drop a new episode. And give us all five of those stars. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Behind the Rose.